podcast where your purpose is just moments away and I am here to help you get there. Y'all, you see me, so you know it's time for a new episode and I want my guest to introduce himself and we'll get right into the episode. All right, so hey everyone, my name is Terrell Nelson. Um, I am a ordained minister, um, but currently, professionally, I am the executive director um, for the Florida Council on the Social Status of Black Men and Boys, and I'm super excited yes. to be here. <laughs> so, guys, just a little background about Terrell. Me and Terrell actually attended FAMU together. Yes, we did. So, when a rapper reaches out to you about wanting to be a part, you don't have no choice but to say yes. Right. And I'm so excited for him to be here. And today, we're talking about wholeness. Man. So jump right in, Terrell. What is what is wholeness? Like, how do we how do we get to wholeness? You know, so I think I think that's a, a, a interesting concept because a lot of times we hear people talk about wholeness, mm-hmm. right? Um, or when you're, but we hear people talk about wholeness in the aspect of relationship, yeah, um, and more specifically, romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but they talk about it from the standpoint of you don't go into a relationship as a half a person. Right. Each one of you have to be whole to come together, right. to whatever. But I think that as an individual person, we don't talk enough about what it means to be whole as an individual. Right? Yeah. 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 Um, and at least for me, what, what God has given me and what he has exposed me is, so it's two things. Yeah. Wholeness is understanding who you are as a complete person yeah right yeah and so i think a lot of times you know I'm, I'm a big jesus lover so i think a lot of times we will understand who we are in the natural world yeah but we lack that understanding in the spiritual world and it's almost like i see the natural and the spirit as divorced parents yeah yeah, yeah. you know where we know a lot about um our mama side of the family we which is the natural split. sense but mm-hmm. we don't know anything about our dad's side, side of the family, family yeah. which is the spiritual sense so yeah. for me wholeness is you maximizing on your full capacity mm. you knowing exactly who you are which means that nothing or no one can come in and sway you yeah can influence you yeah can shape you yeah and, and so do understand that even in your journey to wholeness yeah um you, you still will have those moments where you doubt. A hundred percent. You know, you have you'll have those moments where you're frustrated. You'll have those moments where yeah. people will try to question yeah. your wholeness because I I ran into those things yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. But I think true wholeness is you understanding the fullness yeah. of who you are to be able to drive out purpose. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I share my testimony with you a little bit before right, we hopped right. on the screen, but. Right. That was a big deal for me. Right. My the big deal for me was like, okay, well, I know I have purpose, but where do I fit mm. in my purpose? Like, where do I fit in the purpose that God has for me? Because it's like I can say I want to do all these things, but is it in alignment with what mm-hmm. He told me? Mm-hmm. And so going through my time, I was like, okay, God, well, I'm just gonna sit still, right? I'm gonna sit still, uh-huh. and I'm just gonna I'm gonna wait. And then, like I told you, like, and that's how the podcast came along, right? Right. Because, like, my episode last, well, this week said, like, your words have power. And once you start speaking that on yourself and on your life, that wholeness will begin to come. Because it's like, okay, well, I know that I'm speaking it into existence. So if I'm speaking wholeness, that means wholeness is coming. That means wholeness is on the way, right? So what does your environment have to do with your wholeness? Because is it more of you needing to isolate yourself until you get it together? Mm-hmm. Or is it more of you 
running to your friend circle or your family to try to complete your wholeness? Like, how does your environment play a role in your wholeness? Um, so I think that's good. So, but I want to talk a little bit about um, fitting, okay. fitting into purpose, right? Yeah. So we know that in Jeremiah, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, it says, "For I know the plans that I have for yes, you," right? Sir. But he also tells us that, uh, for I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb, right? right? So God knew. So I, the, what I like to tell people is, is that there's a difference between the spirit and the soul. Yeah. The spirit belongs to God. Yeah. And I think a lot of times if we're not careful, we would spend the rest of our lives trying to purify something that's already been purified. purified. Mm -hmm. The spirit is already purified. Yeah. Th there's absolutely no reason why we should spend our lives asking God to purify our spirit. The spirit is purified. Spirit purified. But yeah. what's not purified is the soul. Mm -hmm. So we have to make sure that we are asking God to help us with our soul. Yeah. Because God said that there are lost souls that we have to bring back yes. into the body of Christ. Yes. So because God knew me before I was formed in my mother's womb, he gave me purpose. Yeah. And one thing I know about God, he doesn't duplicate purpose. No. So because the purpose is so rightfully yours, you don't have to fit into it. Yeah. Because it is specifically tailored to who you are as a person yeah so no matter the mistakes you make because you got to remember that to god mistakes are modifications yeah that's yeah. it that's it yeah. and so when we think about so when we think about the trajectory of our lives right when yeah. we think about all the things that we've done in this life the demand on your life won't change. Not at all. But your mistakes could modify some things. Yeah. But even through the modification, yeah. you will still get to the destination. And I was right? about to say that because we, as people, it's like, we feel like, like I told you earlier, like once I make that mistake, like it's over. Mm -hmm. You know? It's just a modification. It's over. Yeah. But in that time, like going through my time, like I had to get that closer to Right. I had to get back in the church. Right. I had right. to get back to what I knew. Right. And I'm telling you, and once I got there, I was like, okay. You know, I felt bad, but right. it's like, but he forgives right. me. It's not like he's going to hold it against me, but it's just a stepping stone into where I have to go next. And so you answered your question, the environment. <laughs> the environment. You know, and so we think about holding. So first of all, we yeah. have to remember that. God didn't call us to a place of isolation. Yeah. That's not that's not who we are. Um, that's not how we were naturally yeah. built. That's not how we were um, spiritually built. And I think a lot of times people love to say that you were born by yourself. Um, and you, you, you were born by yourself. Well, there were people in the delivery room. Or you, or, <laughs> like or, or, but, somebody but, was there. But regardless of who wasn't there, your mama was there. Right, right, right. So you wasn't born, you by, wasn't yourself, born by yourself, right? <laughs> but, I, but I think that in order to really, really capture the full essence of wholeness is yeah. that you got to get into the presence that deemed you whole. And that's Christ. Yeah. And so I think a lot of times people think that, uh, what they say, um, I, I want to take a moment to step back and do some soul searching and all of that stuff. Well, well, here's the thing. So a lot of times what happens is, is that your spirit is willing, but the soul hasn't got the notice that it's time for advancement. Yeah. Because the well, spirit doesn't hold trauma. Yeah. The soul does. The soul does, right. And so because the spirit is already a whole thing, the soul is the thing that's broken. Yeah. So what we're really trying to do in this life is make the soul whole. Yeah. And so in order to do that, you got to be able to have those hard conversations mm -hmm. with yourself mm -hmm. to be able to pluck out exactly what's going on on the inside of the yes. soul. Why am I offended? Uh -huh. Why am I on the offense? Yes. Why, why, why does this trigger me? Why does this yes. bother me? So when we talk about environment, 
The environment is the presence of God. Yeah. The environment is spiritual community. Yeah. The environment is you you being able to create a psychological safe space for yourself. Yeah. To be able because there, there was a time in my life yeah. when I was an undergrad, um, I used to be the super um, helpful, giving, you, you know, active guy, you right? You were. You were. So I was I was very genuine in my giving, yeah. and I was very genuine in um, who I was in, in terms of helping. I had a lot of friends that used to tell me, Terrell, you need to stop doing this because people are using you. And never in a million years I stopped doing because why is it my responsibility to know who's using me? Yeah. Because I have so much because the, the so much that I put out in the world. Right. But I but I think a lot of times what happens is is that. You, you got to make sure that uh, in your journey to wholeness that you are around people that recognize that journey. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. recognize that journey, right? Yeah. And one of, the, one of the things that I love about, you know, people that, that recognize, you know, my journey is they're going to say that Terrell, he, he's never not going to give God the glory. Yeah. He's never not going to give God what yeah. he's due. Because I understand the, the severity yeah. of acknowledging God in all of my all ways. Of, yeah. In literally all of my ways. And so I, when I when I think about the environment, you know, of wholeness, it's literally you being in a place where you can give everything back to God. Yeah. Having those hard conversations with mm -hmm. God and feeling good about that. Yeah. Because I because I think I think about a lot of times every time I go to God with a very tough thing that I'm I'm wrestling or battling yeah. with, when I'm done I feel good because I know I'm not judged. Yeah. And you know that it's going to stay with Between him. me and God. Like, it's not, it's not going nowhere, right? And I think that's the thing that we have to keep in the back of our minds, too. It's like, when you go to him, you give it to him, leave it there. Leave it there. It's not for you to go and right. talk to your best friend about your No. Right. You and God had that conversation. I, I have this thing where I say, um, you know, when you're going through something, go up, not left. You know, and I think a lot of times when we're going through certain things in life, we love to go left. Yeah. And left can be mom, mm -hmm. left can be best friend, left can be this. And if you're not careful on your journey to wholeness, you would be telling people about the journey that have no clue what it means to be whole. And so that's almost like me being a married man, constantly going to single people for advice. Yeah, when they don't, they don't know nothing about what you or that's just like me saying, hey, how do I maneuver through Texas? And I'm going to a person that's never been that's to never Texas. never been to Texas. So yes. if I'm on the journey to wholeness, yeah. why am I talking to somebody that can care less about that? Yeah, woman? and who's not even on that, that path yet? Who's still low-key trying to figure themselves out? And I think, to me, that was one thing that kind of like clicked in my mind. Like you said, it's like you can't go to people who aren't who haven't been oh, through it, who are not on it, even though you call them your friend or your sister, but they're not going to be able to understand right. it because they're not there yet. And, and wholeness is a language. Yeah. It, it's a edification, it's a purification, a sanctification, and it's you understanding the justification, yeah. right? Um, wholeness is a language. Wholeness says that I'm not chasing a bag because I understand that I already have it. I just got to get in. I've got to get in. Hello. And so a lot of people are always say, well, I'm chasing the back. Well, why are you chasing something that you already that have? That you already have. You, you already have. have. You just got to get you in. You got to step into it. And yeah. so to me, when you have that kind of language, that mm -hmm. lets me know that you haven't even grasped the concept of mm -hmm. wholeness and what that actually looks like, what that actually 
you know, feels like, you yeah. know. And so, yeah, I mean, wholeness is a, it's a really big thing. No, it is. And I feel like we're so focused on what society says that oh. we have to be or what the world says that we have to be. <laughs> so it's like we're chasing perfection, right? And we know that no one's perfect. No one's perfect. No one's perfect. Right. And then we have to understand that at some times, like, our stuff is going to stink. Like, it's going to stink. It's going to stink. And it might stink better than the next person. And you got to... So, you know, one of the things that that um, that I absolutely love, and, and me and my wife, we oftentimes say this, that it's not a this or that. Mm. It's a this and that. Mm. That she say, babe, you can be this good looking, yeah. you know, renaissance man. Right. But you got pride. And ain't nothing like your wife telling you that. Because you like, so, wait so, a second. So, so, so this is what I'm saying. <laughs> it's her telling me mm -hmm. that I got it going on. But then on the other side of that, in order for me to keep the I got it going on, I got to make sure that I'm checking off all this negative. Yeah. Right? But but here's the thing. I think a lot of times if we're not careful, we want to live a life where we're just always deemed as good. Yeah. And the moment that someone points out, because who wants to be critiqued? Nobody. The moment that someone points out what we're not doing or what we should be doing, we get on the yeah. offense. And I and I, I've been guilty of that, yeah, you know. Same, um, same. So we gotta we gotta make sure that we're telling people. It's it's almost like you can be good to a person for so long, yeah. and the moment that you do something bad, they write you off. Mm -hmm. Well, that's because that person hasn't understood two things. They haven't understood wholeness and grace. Yeah. Because. If, if, if you did something to me and I immediately write you off, that means that I have neglected every good thing that you have done. Listen, listen, listen. What listen. kind of hunky-dory stuff is that? And, but my whole thing is, and then too, and it hurts your feelings because it's like, you know that you would never do that to that person. No. You, and you no. would give them that grace. Mm -hmm. Even if you did something that ticked me off to the, just the most, I'm still going to love you anyway. I'm still going to forgive you right. anyway. And we're on this whole, like, um, we're on this whole, see, one thing that I've, I've learned about uh, the world that we live in today, yeah. people use certain spiritual words almost as if it's like a, it's a trend these days. Mm. So the word grace. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think everybody now is using the word grace or they're saying that I'm going to give you grace. Well, here's the thing. When you truly have God, yeah. you don't have to announce what you're doing mm -hmm. for a person. Because do you think every five second God is saying, I'm going to give you grace? He just gives it. He just it. gives it to you, right. And so who would I be if I constantly tell every person that I'm, I'm going to give you grace? I'm just going to give you the grace. And I'm not going to say nothing about I, I'm it. going to give you the grace, but understand I'm not going to be stupid about the grace, right? right? right. And so I think a lot of times, you, you, you got to remember that I'm not Jesus. I have limits. I have limits. I got boundaries. I, I got limits and I got, boundaries. I got boundaries. But we also want to make sure that we are educating people that grace eventually runs out. It does. It does. The mercy eventually runs out. So it when does. you get to the gates, what did he say? He said, for you to come to the gates. And I'll say, for I don't know you. He said, he'll spit you out. Yeah. And so when we think about our wholeness, wholeness is just being able to capture the true essence of who we are yeah. as people. Our whole selves. Yeah. And so when we think about God being the Trinity, right? Yeah. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. That's his whole yeah. self. We are the body, the spirit, and the soul. 
But if we, so that's just like a believer only paying attention to the spirit. Yeah, and you have not captured <laughs> your whole self. Yeah. That's just like a natural person only paying attention to the soul. You have not. So wholeness yeah. is you being attentive to the whole picture. Yeah. The body ha having physical health. Right. The spirit makes sure that you have that direct line in communication with Christ yeah. so that you can recognize how pure the spirit and the soul eliminating anything that doesn't go right because the spirit and the soul has to be a partnership with it each does other. it does but what happens is is that the spirit is the thing that guides us but then the soul is the thing that holds us back mm -hmm. if we don't get rid of the holes the that's in our soul that's in our soul and that's the thing too and i feel like people don't understand that because honestly like your spirit can be leading you somewhere like you're like you're on it like i'm i'm there and the soul keeps you afraid and it's like oh my god but can i really do this that's the soul can i can i really go forward like are people and listen because my soul had me with the podcast i'm gonna tell no story because i was like well god okay like i hear you okay i'm gonna do right, it right. but it's like but are people really gonna listen to me like are people That's really gonna Yeah, like, are people really gonna hear what I have to say? Absolutely. And so but God just was like, I didn't I didn't tell you any of that. I just told you to do it. I just told you right. to do it. And just and watch right. it. And watch because, it. Stand because the spirit is whole. Yes. The spirit is whole. But the thing is with the spirit, the spirit is trying to get the soul to be whole. Yeah. And I and and, and <laughs> to, you know. Yeah. I, I think that a lot of times when you grew up in the church or when you, and I, I, I personally didn't grow up in the church. You yeah. know, I've been saved for about 11 years now, but I had to really find God on my own because yeah. that just wasn't the culture or the environment in which I grew up in. And yeah. no fault to my family. You yeah. don't know what you don't know, right? Right. But I think a lot of times what happens is, is that we as believers, we don't talk enough about the soul. Mm -hmm. So we talk about saving lost souls. Yeah, we but do. But what, what does it about really us. mean to have a lost soul? We talk a lot about the spirit. You hear a lot about Holy Spirit. You hear yeah. a lot about the spirit, the yeah. spirit, the spirit, yeah. the spirit. And we pay, and, and greater as we should. But God wants us to talk about the wholeness of the person, yeah. right? And so, once again, it goes back to why am I trying to make the spirit whole when it's already whole? Yeah, I ain't focusing on the soul. I got to make sure that my soul is whole yeah. so that my soul is not the weakest link to the spirit yeah yeah i mean because, because if my spirit is guiding me like this right if my spirit is guiding me but if my soul don't get the notice yeah now my soul will keep me in a place and you got to remember the soul is the thing that stores the trauma yeah and then the thing is too and you have to be okay with working on your soul you gotta, you gotta be okay with working on your soul. Let me tell you something. You gotta, you gotta be okay with working on your soul because, because your spirit is gonna be there all day, every day. The spirit. Well, and here's the thing, though, and here's a caveat to everyone who's watching. <laughs> um, if you are rebellious against the spirit, mm -hmm. he said he'll take his presence from you. Yeah. So imagine a life where all you have is the soul. Yeah. So you don't got nothing back in you. You don't. Nothing. Well, let me tell you about that spirit, though. It's yeah. a gangster. 100%. The spirit is a true. And, 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 and the soul is always going to be, you know, that thing that the spirit is just a, a strong force. It's, I, it's just built very differently. Yeah. 
But the thing is, when the, when you have the spirit and it recognizes that you need a little push to get yeah. that soul right, that spirit will hem you up against a wall. Oh, what? It will check you. It will hem you up against a wall. You. And it will force you to literally spiritually throw up. Mm. Have, like, have you, have you ever had a, a moment where you was just throwing up spiritually? Just, yeah. just getting rid of all of all that stuff. Of and you literally feel nauseous. You yeah, literally feel like, like something, really something literally came out of you. Mm -hmm. That's because the spirit is just like, I'm about tired of you. <laughs> I'm going to get you. I'm about to get I'm you. I'm about to get you. I'm about to get you, right? And so I had that moment back in 2020 when I lived in Mississippi and I was going through a really, really hard time. Yeah. And everything that I didn't pay attention to, everything that I didn't recognize, everything that I didn't want to pay attention to, yeah. and I was really busy in undergrad, one for the sole reason that I didn't want to deal with what I didn't want to deal with, mm. right? But then I got to an isolated place. Now, isolation is... Um, it's crucial when God says crucial. Right. You got some people that just be wanting to be isolated. Just want to be, yeah, time. and just, yeah. And just I, I guess you find that to be cute. I guess you find that to be a, a really awesome thing. I don't know yeah. any animal that wants to be by themselves. By themselves, yeah. So I don't know why humans always want to be by themselves. <laughs> it's a very unhealthy, yeah. it's an unhealthy thing, right? Yeah. Um, but but literally, when I, when I was living in Mississippi, everything that I didn't deal with, even as a little boy in elementary school, yeah. You talk about demons literally knocking on the door saying, we here. Yeah. And then what do you do? So you can either close the door, but they're going to come they're in. They're still going to come in, right. But what happens when you are being attacked from Satan and God all at the same time? Because mm. now you're probably like, okay, so like you said, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to come So back? what you got to do is now you got to decide what battlefield you're going to be on. And always we should choose the battlefield yeah. of Christ because in the meantime, while God was purging me of a thing yeah. and trying to get things out of me and trying to get me to recognize some things, yeah. Satan was trying to put things put yeah. things in my mind. And we also just want to make sure that in our in our season of always we can differentiate the voices. The voices, yes, you know, because yes. I think a lot of times we give Satan a lot of credit. And, and so a lot <laughs> Satan don't care nothing about your car at all. You know when you go out in the morning and the car don't crank up and you got a flat tire, we quickly say this ain't nothing but the devil. No, what if it's God trying to get your attention yes. of the thing? Or what if you did leave the house and you got in a car accident? Like I think a lot of times we love to give Satan the credit that God did, and you got to be able to yeah. and hold holiness teach you that. Yeah, holiness teach you how to differentiate when it's God. And when it's the enemy trying to attack you. Yeah. Most times the enemy don't care nothing about your physical or natural world. Mm -mm. He cares about your purpose and your destiny. Yes. Most of your attacks are going to be mentally, emotionally, those are the attacks of the enemy. Honey, to try to take you out of a thing. Yes. He don't care nothing about care your nothing about that. And the thing yeah. is too, and I had to learn that as well because and sometimes you, you get in those modes, like you said, of doubt, of fear. Right. And it's just like, right. well... God didn't give me the spirit of fear. He didn't. He didn't give me the spirit of doubt. Mm -hmm. So why am I feeling like this? Right. Why is the devil trying to talk me out of something that's already promised to me? That's already mine. Because he, he knows the magnitude of the promise. Yeah. And so it's just like when, when, when God told Moses to free the children out of Egypt, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And you think about how mighty, how awesome, how wonderfully our Pharaoh was saying. You know, wanted to keep them in captivity, yeah. wanted to keep them in slavery. And yeah. literally, on their journey 
um, to be with Moses, literally they was just like, listen, you ain't got what it what it needs to free. Send us back. <laughs> we done. But if we're not if if we're not careful, we would almost have that Stockholm syndrome towards the enemy. Mm. We're used to the slavery. Yeah. We're used to the, the yes. to, to him capturing us and keeping yes. us in a place of bondage. We're used to used that. Used to stuff. that, right? And so I think about in in, in, in slave time. How a lot of them did it run away because of, you know, of course, fear. fear. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of them had Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. was like, where is we going to go? Yeah. This we is, all, this is all that we know. Right. The Bible does tell us explicitly that God didn't give us the spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. But here's the thing. He didn't say we wouldn't have it. Yeah. Because fear is an emotion. Yes, it is. But it's also an illusion. Mm. Fear is uh, presenting an alternative world. Yeah. So if I don't do this. Then this is what it's gonna happen. But sometimes what happens is he'll put a, a falseness inside of you. So 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 a lot of times is that you you can go out this way and then he'll try to put an alternative view and that makes no sense to your destiny. Mm -hmm. You be like that. That's not who I am. Man, listen, been there, done that. Right. Been there, done that. And so I think a lot of times when we're talking about the Word of God or when we're talking about wholeness, one of the things that me and my wife were really big on is words. We're in, in definition. Yeah. What what does this actually mean? Mm -hmm. What what does wholeness actually mean? So we talk a lot about people love the quote, God didn't give me the spirit of fear of power, you know, the spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. Mm -hmm. But fear is an emotion. It is. No one said we weren't gonna have it. Right. So just like anger, just like but but here's the thing, those the fear can't keep you bound. No. Fear can't keep you paralyzed. And, mm -hmm. I, and I love this. They say one of the things that one of the ways to conquer fear is to attack it head on. Yeah, just go for it. Just go for it. Just right? go for it. And yeah. So I think about a child jumping off of a high diving board. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm scared. That yeah. There, there's that fear. Yeah. You know, uh, something is telling me not to do it. Yeah. But then I just got to go, go for it. I got to go for it. And then when I actually go for it, and I think a lot of times if we stop running away from fear because a, a lot of times we do things so we won't be fearful. Oh, we won't, yeah, yeah. Or we try but we gotta to stop running safe. from fear yeah. because f fear is an emotion, it's something that's gonna be present, right? Always, it's yeah. something that God just said He didn't give it to us, yeah. So we know that it doesn't belong to God, but we know that God, I, I'm angry right now. You get what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm so, <laughs> so we know that God made emotion, yeah. right? Yeah. God said that He didn't give us fear, right. But we also know that fear is one of those things that will, it's going to present itself. Present itself so yeah. we don't run from fear yes. when we see it, but we attack it head on and say, hey, God said he didn't give me you, yeah. but he gave me power, love, and a sound mind. So guess what? Now I, I know how to deal it. with you. Right. I know how to deal with fear I, because yes. God said he didn't give me that. And my biggest thing too, I think I'm at this place for my life now where it's just like, what's the worst that can happen? Like, what's the worst that can happen if I face it head on and I take the leap? Either I can succeed or either I can fail. But either way, I'm going to be good. I'm gonna be because fine. he said all things work together for the good of those I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be so fine. That thing, and I had to get out of that too because like, I'm always scared like to put something new out or do something new. But it's just like, like I said, what's the worst that can happen? What's the worst that can happen? What's the worst that can happen? And, and, tr and truthfully, what it is is that if you save one, you've done your job. And so I think, I think a lot of times we get very anxious or yes. we get very scared 
Because the Bible says also be anxious for nothing. Yeah. We get very anxious and we get very scared because putting yourself out here in the world is a very vulnerable thing. It is. And you don't know how people are going to take you, take you how mm-hmm. they're going to receive you. Yeah. But but the truth of the matter is, it, you know, when we when you post this podcast, you know, to the world, it's out there, right? It's, it's, it's there. It's, it's all Regardless <laughs> if we have a hundred negative comments yeah. and we get one positive one, we've yeah. done our job. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we live in a world where people are very into numbers. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and, and I'm guilty of that. There were times where I've stopped production on the thing because I wasn't seeing the numbers. But here's the thing. If I'm a, I'm a cook and I'm a baker and I do all these right. things, if I get five faithful Clients, I shouldn't stop production because of no. those people. God said that He would leave a hundred just to come or, for them, just to come for the one. <laughs> just to come, He'll leave the ten thousand just to, just to come for the one. Just for the one. So I just encourage everyone that's watching that you can be the one. Yeah. That God can lead and God will maneuver and God yeah. will shut a thing down. Yeah. Just think about that. Yeah. God will shut a thing down for you. Yes. Yes. He will leave the 10,000 just to come just to come tend to your needs. Just to come grab you. Just to come say, "Hey, I'm right here." You just to comfort you. you just I to left, give you right a thing. Yeah. Like that 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 in itself, oh my god. Yeah, it's powerful because you a person that you know half of the time won't even leave a crowd to come see about you. They won't leave the popular crew or the popular table just to come see about you. But God said, I'll leave all of that just, just to come, to come see about just you. Just to come see about because, you. Because think about it. You know, one of my favorite scriptures um, is, he said, they honor me with their lips and their tongues, but their hearts are far from it. Imagine God being in front of 10,000 people that's worshiping them, worshiping him with his tongue, and their hearts are not and for God. God. And God will literally go entertain the one that the heart is in the right place. Yeah. So I think, you know, again, I think a lot of times is that when we do the, and and I'm telling you, God is raising up a new generation of people. Mm -hmm. When we we talk about these podcasts and when we talk about these businesses, God is doing something new. There have been some people that's been in the basement. There have been people that's been working endlessly to get what it is that they need because they have a true heart for God and they have a true heart for God's people. And I'm telling you now what's about to happen are those, God is about to button those people up (laughs) and he's about to send them to the top yeah. Where, where 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 people been booming and doing their thing, but God is about to bring those people down. Mm. Because the basement people are the ones that have the heart. They have the heart, yeah. And so I tell people all the time, don't be impressed. I'm telling you, I meet yeah. all kinds of people. Yeah. You know, people would say, you know, oh, I'm a doctor. So what? I got a friend in medical school. Yeah. Or I got this. So what? So what? You know, because, because at the end of the day, one of the biggest things that I'm really keen on is who are you as a person? Yeah. So you Titles can have all this. Anything. Oh my God. Titles don't mean nothing. They don't mean absolutely titles nothing. Don't mean now titles anything. give order. Okay. They give order. Okay. They give place. They yeah. give position. We need titles because titles have a they they have a, a rightfulness, you know, in the world that we live in, yeah. right? Titles do give order. They, they so there is a need for them. Yeah. But we also have to remember that. You can't hold on so much to 
the title. I just told some students over when I was lecturing just the other day mm -hmm. that leadership, um, there's no destination in leadership. It's an ongoing journey. Yeah. But leadership is not a title. It's a process. It's a process. So mm -hmm. I tell I tell people now as a married man, um, husband is my title. Yeah. But even in me having the title as husband, husband is a process. It is. So I got to wake up every day knowing that I have a wife and knowing that I have a good thing. And I got to carry that process yeah. out. Parenting is a process. It's a process. It's okay. A, you know, it's, it's a ongoing journey yeah. and the kids decide the destination yeah. but if you're not careful what will happen is, is that you would get so full of yourself and you want to dictate the journey and their destination and you can't do that No, you can't do that and honestly and as a parent that's something that I'm learning it's like mm -hmm. I want my son to be his self so whether that's him hyper running all over the place I still love him I still love you. Whether it's him, like, Mom, I just want to lay like lay down and just chill out. I don't feel like being bothered. Okay. Right. Cool. But at the end of the day, it's my job just to make sure that I'm just pulling you for what God right. wants so you to good. do. You know? Right. Right. I'm just making sure that I'm just, you know, giving you that little push. Right. Like, hey. Right. You know, and say, all right, God, here you go. Like, right. And it goes back go. to how do we raise whole children? Mm. Right? And so, you know, with everything that we said, we raise whole children by getting children at a young age to understand who they are. Yeah. That the first time that a daughter, a daughter shouldn't hear the word beautiful externally before she hears it internally. Yeah. As, as a father, yeah. um, as a man of the household, I should be the one to tell my Some children how yeah. beautiful they are, mm -hmm. how talented they are, how special they yeah. are. You know, because everything, it starts internally because it if does. they go out in the world, somebody can not only call them beautiful, but manipulate, manipulate the story. Manipulate it, yes. They can, they can manipulate the story. <coughs> and so I think that to raise whole children is you're offering something that's sustainable. Yes. You're talking about giving them um, uh, emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. You're talking about giving them that cultural diversity. Yes. You're talking about giving them um, sympathy, empathy, you know. All so the, all all, the things. Everything. You're, 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 right. <laughs> all you're, the things, you're, you're yeah. making sure that your child has an all-encompassing personality mm -hmm. to be able to deal with the chaos of, of the world. world. Yes. Right. Yes. And so don't, and I think a lot of times what happens is if you're a parent and you raise your children out of fear, you create this very simple-minded child, mm -hmm. and then that's where children will grow up to feel like they're better. Yeah. But even in the midst of them feeling like they're better, they have the most insecurities. Yeah. And they have the most doubts because I had a mom and a yes. dad that raised me out of their insecurities. Yeah. They raised me, and, and, and believe it or not, you have a lot of... And I'll just say, you have a lot of people that, that say that they love God, but those are the ones that mostly raise their kids out of insecurities. I can tell you, my grandmother was a woman, again, God wasn't the culture of the household, yeah. so she really taught us um, morality. She really, really taught us how to just be good people, you know, yeah. and then when I coupled that thing with Jesus. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Um, but, but my grandmother didn't raise us out of fear. And how I know she didn't raise us out of fear is that she did all that she could. She gave us the process as children, right? right? But then as we got older and started making our own decisions, she was completely fine. Yeah. 
because she understood that I'm no longer the, so I'll always be your parent, mm -hmm. but now the parent has to be on the back burner, and now I'm just your parental consultant. Yeah, that's it. I'm just a consultant that's now. That's it. So when, when you come to me for advice, I can yeah. offer you a suggestion, but I can't tell you I what to do. I can't tell you what to do, yes. And that thing is, too, because a lot of kids are being raised on a pedestal. Oh, man. You know? Yeah. Like, they can't do no wrong, regardless of what happens. Something bad, like, I'm going to get you through it. You, don't, you know what I'm saying? And so, a lot of kids don't have to go through anything. Mm -hmm. A lot of them don't have to understand you what know it's why? like to have different Because all of these parents are raising their kids with this one phrase. <clears throat> I want my child to have and experience what I did. Well, well so here's the thing with that. So, I, I see the positive of that. Yeah. But I think that when you raise a child saying that I want my kid to have everything I didn't have, you, there, there are gaps. Yeah. There, there are gaps yes. because now, let's say I didn't have nothing. Yeah. You're telling me that no matter what, I'm going to give my kid everything. Everything. And what happens is we get further and further away from the story, mm -hmm. the story of struggle. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that my child has to struggle because who, who wants their kids to Nobody struggle, Nobody wants right? their kids to struggle. But it's important for me to illustrate the story. Yeah. It's important for me to tell my kids how hard dad have worked. It's important. And I mean, I don't have any children. Well, when you get It's important for me right. to tell that story right. because if we're not careful, we'll be raising monsters. Yeah. Because they don't know great-grandma's story. No. They don't know grandma's story. They no. don't know the sacrifices that and, and now you got kids telling their parents to shut up mm -hmm. and and, and like get out my face like they and, you know all of this stuff and so I, just back then when I was being raised my grandma would say I'm gonna knock your teeth out of your mouth you know <laughs> and some people would say that that uh, abusive. that's right it's abusive or it's no. harsh parenting but it worked and I think that if we're not careful we can raise our kids out of insecurities and passivity yeah and then now kids get to dictate and decide what they gonna what they what the day do. is gonna look yeah. like. Yeah, no. My, my wife just told me last night. She said options. What were those? What are those? And I think that you should have a healthy balance. I think that kids should get the ability to choose. Right. But at no point do I want my child to think that they have hierarchy in the in the home. And then they and you don't, because you know. Go get a job. <clears throat> yeah, and then you know too. <laughs> Because, like, I mean, my son isn't being raised in a two-parent household. But that two-parent dynamic, though, that's the thing, you know? Because if daddy say no, if mama say yes, well... You confuse the child, though, with that. The parents, see, and, and that's another thing. Parents need to make sure that before you have children, you guys have that conversation that you guys are on one accord and you are in alignment about how you want to raise your yes, children. Yes. Because if you're not careful, kids, see, kids are so clever they and they'll run game on you. What? So they know what? that, okay, mom is the knower, but dad is the yeser. And so I'm never going to go to mom. But then what happens is you draw a wedge between the mother and her and children the, yeah. because the father is the lenient, the lenient one. one yeah. But then the father is not telling the children how they do need to develop a relationship with mom. Because kids gravitate to the easier parent. Yes, 100%. 100%. But if, po if both parents have a balance of yes and no, now we've created synergy. Yeah. Because now I'm like, okay, they only want the court, so I know I can't play one against the other. I can't play that. I can't do that. Not at all. And <laughs> so it, it just go, it goes back to raising whole children. Yeah. But then what happens when you're not holding, you're raising 
you're a broken person raising mm-hmm. children. Yeah, I mean, because to me, I feel like then that means your children will be broken. They pick up broken pieces. Mm-hmm. They, they, they go through life. And I, me and my wife were watching this um, show on Hulu called The Parent Test. Oh, okay. Um, great show, but more and more as we watch the show, one of the things that I'm realizing is that you have a lot of parents that have not resolved a lot of their childhood yeah. issues. And now you're, you're raising your children out of fear. Mm-hmm. You're raising your children out of the stuff that you didn't resolve. Yeah. And then you're trying to make sure that it doesn't show up in their life. So they like, so they don't have, you know, something to work. So that's what we mean by wholeness. You doing the necessary work so that you can be in all encompassing. And so it's really the soul that you got to get together. You got to get together. I mean, and and, and the body, if you're not doing right with your body. Right, with your body, right. You know, with your body, you're putting all kinds of stuff inside your body, you know, but. The soul, the spirit is already a purified thing. Yes, the spirit is already whole. The spirit is already put together. That the spirit is so good, it's chilling. It's, it's fine. It's one of you to get. This, but the get soul is here. the thing that we want to make sure that we are perfecting. Yes. You know, and, and, yes. and so you want to make sure that you have good stewardship over the body, over, your body, over right. the spirit, right. over the soul. Right. And so I tell you, man, when something is bothering me, God, what is this? Yeah, like why, why is this bothering, why is it bothering me? me? You know, yeah. what, 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 why did that trigger me the way that it did? Why oh did God, that affect yes. me the way that it yes. did? Because if you don't have those conversations, you will live your entire life leaking. Yeah, because the you, soul you're not is trying, leaking. And because you're not trying to fix it. you rather just speed past it and just keep going. And then you will start bleeding out on the yeah. wrong people. On the wrong thing, and you'll never be able (laughs) to reach full capacity because you are bleeding and you keep putting a band aid over the wound. And when he's trying to get you to the point to where it can be fixed or we can mend it, so that way when it pops up again, you're not as easily triggered. Or it's like, oh, okay, like, oh, you know, whatever. That's yeah, like I've been through that, it's fine, right? But you, but you have to get in that mindset of wholeness is two parts working together to become one. That's it. That's it. Working together become one. Like it's the trinity on the inside of you. Where you got to make sure that all three of you because God says that I'm in you're in me and I'm in you. Right. right? Um and if we are imitators of Christ, we mock Christ. (laughs) Just like God is the Trinity, he also put a Trinity in us. Mm -hmm. And what makes God so wonderful, so perfect, everything about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost is always in alignment. Always. But what hinders us is we don't have the alignment <laughs> because alignment has a lot to do with holiness. Yeah. Making sure that the body is signaling the spirit, the spirit is signaling the soul, and, and your soul. And I mean, them things are working together right like here. a well oiled machine. <laughs> right here. You know. Right. Um. And so you know, th- those are just the, the the that's just the premise on you know really what it means to be whole yeah. and how we can really maneuver through this life but really just start having those hard conversations and everything doesn't have to be a crying battle no everything don't we, no. i mean we, we don't have to make everything emotional, emotional I think that though. if we're if we're not careful we will live this such emotional life and we'll never get to the root of the problem because i'm tired of crying well, everything doesn't have to be it a crying situation. Cry, yeah. We just need to deal with what we need to deal, deal with. Deal with, and regardless of how hard it is, that like you we said, we just it. facing it head on. Like, and that's my thing too, because I used to get like feel bad because like, girl, you ain't crying. That means it ain't. It's not hurting. No. And I'm like, no, because 
I've gone, grown to this place to where, like you said, I don't have to cry about everything. Mm-hmm. Now, when something makes me mad, yeah, yeah, but I don't have to cry But we, about but we also can't negate that there is such thing called internal wellness. Mm. I'm an internal, I'm, yeah. a, I'm such an internal crybaby. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. You know, seriously. Oh, I, you know, and my wife is an external crybaby. Yeah, let it all out. You, <laughs> You know, so she mirrors the things that I don't want to express. She's yeah. my expression. You know, yeah. it's a beautiful thing. Um, she's my expression, yeah. but I'm such a. And we actually talked about it last night. A lot of times when we see that people do a lot of the crying and they're always in there. As a matter of fact, I think that those are the most well balanced emotional people. It be us that the internalizer ones. We be the ones that sensitive. Very. We, we are the sensitive ones. I'm the ones sensitive. that really show their emotions and they're always crying. Yeah. Those are the ones that have captured the true essence yeah. of emotional balance. <laughs> it be people like me that my, my wife be like, just tell me if it, like, it's okay. Like, it's, fine. <laughs> it's okay. And the thing is too, like my friends have to remind me of that as well. It's like, okay. It's okay. And it's like, no, girl, I don't want to cry. Right. Like, she was like, well, why not? Why, right. why not let out right. and just and she was like, and I guarantee you, once you let it out, you're going to feel right. so much better. I'm like, yeah, I feel you. I really right. do. I really but we, do. But we also have to know that emotions are so much just more than crying. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, you can have gratitude as an emotion. Yeah. Thanksgiving is an emotion. Yeah. And I think a lot of times when we say that someone is, is emotional, we equate it's that to their crybaby. Uh-huh. Well, that's not, you know, that's not always the case. But yeah. I, I think that it's important that we, as whole people, that we have that that balance to yeah. our emotions that I can recognize the emotions but the emotions don't control me nor do they dictate any decisions any decisions yes right. yes so it's more of that not thinking with your sometimes your heart instead of thinking with your mind well what does the bible say though that the heart is deceitfully wicked <laughs> we we don't even know the full extent of what's really in these hearts. Yeah. You know, you don't know what you don't know, and you don't know what you're willing to do until you're in the in situation, situation to do it, right? Yes. And so I think a lot of times people always say, follow your heart. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes that heart can really lead you into Some way a you bad don't situation. And so just think about so many guys that trap themselves in these not so great relationships for following their heart. Girls trap their, their man, you know, and, you know what I'm single mothers that follow their heart because they thought that that was the man. That was them. the man, you know right, saying? right, right. You know, so I think that it is very important that while we're on this journey to wholeness that we really do start thinking more logically because yeah. it, there has to be a healthy balance of me thinking my way through it and feeling, feeling my, way, my through way through it. And a yeah. lot of times if we're not careful, we would feel our way through everything. Everything. And not really sit into think. Right. Woo, Terrell, I don't know about y'all, but this right here <laughs> has been a word, okay? But I want to say, though, Terrell, if you could leave our listeners, our viewers with anything, what would you leave them with? What would you leave them with? I know oh. we've been dropping gems on episode, but right, it's like, right. what, what would be that one, oh. two thing that you would want them to just take away? And it is really simple. Um, wholeness is important. Mm-hmm. Stop bleeding. Okay. Wholeness is important. Yeah. And just stop bleeding. Just stop bleeding. Recognize the blood that you constantly shed every single day. Um, but you also got to remember that enough blood was already shed for us. Yeah. So why do I have why to do Why do that? I have to do it? Why I got to bleed? 
When God died on the cross, yeah. he already gave us an answer for everything that we're going to go through in this right. life. And everything that you go through in this life, you got to take it back to the cross. Because he tells us every day we have to pick up our cross daily. Uh -huh. And keep trusting. So I, I just want to encourage your viewers and everybody who's listening, watching, whatever, um, is that wholeness is so important. Don't don't ignore that. Yeah. Because there is destiny out there for people. Mm -hmm. There is purpose out there yes, for people. Yes, it is. And here's the thing. You can get destiny and purpose and be a broken person, but you won't enjoy it. No, because you won't you, enjoy it. Imagine how many CEOs and billionaires out there that have have stepped into their purpose, but you won't be able to enjoy it because why those people have failed to realize I got to stop putting a band-aid on this wound and just deal and with deal it. And deal with it. Wholeness is about encompassing the whole person, body, spirit, mm -hmm. and soul. Yes. The soul, the body never forgets, and the soul oftentimes doesn't get the notice. Yeah. When the spirit is trying to advance you, and something far greater than you can see, taste, feel, Man, and understand. Listen, yeah. listen. That's what, I, that's what I leave with the people. Yeah. I love it. So, you guys, Terrell is a life coach. And I don't know yes, about y'all, yes. but this has really, uh, <laughs> it's really pumped me up. Okay? Right, right. So, Terrell, if they want to book a yes, session with yes. you, where can they find you? How can um, they get in contact with so you? So, if you want to book a session with me, please, um, you can inbox me on Facebook. Um, at Terrell Nelson, mm -hmm. uh, my profile picture is me in a navy blue suit. Yes. Um, just let me know that you are interested. Then what we'll do is we'll schedule a consultation because I also have to be very intentional about my business and who I Correct. take on. Correct. Um, so once we do the consultation, and then you will go through pretty much the the sessions so that you can you know that you can okay. deal with your wholeness. So yeah, Terrell Nelson on um, Facebook right now. Me and my wife we are in construction of getting my website and stuff going. Okay. Okay. Um, but yes, Terrell Nelson, Facebook, let Yay. me know that you are interested and then we can start the whole of this process. I love it. Well, Terrell, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And as we close out this episode, guys, this has been an amazing episode. And we both know that it's going to touch somebody. Yes. We both know yes. that. We yes. both know that it's going to touch somebody. And when two believers get together... Oh, God nobody but there. God shows up. <laughs> nobody, nobody but God shows Absolutely. up. But I do want to say, you're not done yet. Podcast live is next Friday at six o'clock, and then also be sure to follow us on Instagram at You're Not Done Yet Pod and your host me at It's Andrea B on Instagram. And we and I will see you next week. All right, All right guys.